3: This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now
1: we got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill.
3: 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now.
4: Well, I would say mercifully, as somebody who doesn't like football, the NFL season, kaput, it's finished. Finito, the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl yesterday, presented by points back Canada and Montana's it's the Monday edition of Least Morning Tick. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa with uh, with you. And, Rosie, I know you're feeling good on this Monday. A couple of your bets hit yesterday.
1: A couple of my bets. I probably laid down 10 or 11, and I think I only missed two. Like, the color of the Gatorade and the opening kickoff being a touchback. I, everything else hit, and I was on fire. My team won. And then to kick things off and cap it off the squares you do those squares ever when you're at a super bowl party i won the whole shebang on the squares too so just took home all my buddy's cash which feels phenomenal
4: in my 33 years on this earth i don't think i've ever been to a super bowl party ever not once
1: jesus man for a guy that's involved in sports and betting and fun (laughs) stuff and young and single and jesus that's a travesty man all you gotta do is spend about 10 minutes catching up on who's playing what's the story here Who do I give a shit about? Lay down two little bets; they can be ten bucks, and then have a time every Sunday in February. It is an awesome time, dude. It's worth it.
4: I have two traditions on Super Bowl Sunday. One of them is taking a a nap around like five o'clock till six thirty. I hit that this year. At number two is going grocery shopping at Walmart. I hit that, dude. It was so quiet. It was phenomenal. And I did hit on my two bets. I had Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. I had the Kansas City Chiefs to win that game, so I feel great about life. Did you today. follow me? No, I didn't. You pick Philadelphia? No. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was feeling Kansas City because the Goats never lose in that league, man. Like, there's no way Mahomes is losing two Super Bowls in a row.
1: I thought so too. I'm like, this kid won a Super Bowl, then he lost one and now a couple years later he is like i think it's his fourth super bowl i'm like he is dialed he is mature he's ready to get it done and he did man that was a wicked game riri absolutely brought it the halftime show i thought was the best one well last year was was unreal too but really good that chick is a fucking badass man really like her everything about the night was fantastic i could not be in a better mood
4: What a way to announce your pregnancy, too, by the way. I saw that on social media. She, in fact, did confirm she is pregnant. And what a way to come out and say you're pregnant. Yeah, pretty impressive stuff there. So Rihanna nailed it for me, too. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. And don't forget to visit the LeafsNation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, also, as you know, we're in the process of migrating over to our very own YouTube page. We've hit the five, uh, the 400 subscriptions mark, as you see on your screen. Thank you to everybody who's followed along so far and subscribe at the Leafs Nation 401, at the Leafs Nation 401. Also should mention in about seven minutes or so, Mississauga native Dylan Strom, fresh off signing a five-year extension with the Washington Capitals, is coming up um, in 10 minutes or so from now. Again, uh, we'll go over the three matchups of the Leafs this season. The upcoming Stadium Series game on Saturday uh, in Raleigh between the Capitals and the Canes. Lots to uncover here with uh, Dylan Strom with the Caps here, Rosie.
1: Yeah, it's going to be good. I want to pick his brain a little bit about a couple of things. Good kid, mm-hmm. good kid, good Ontario kid. I imagine he followed the uh, Leafs growing up. I want to hear what he has to say. I'm sure there'll be a few token answers about, well, my allegiances are just tied to the Capitals right now. They're a fantastic organization and that type of thing. But you know what? We're going to try to get a little deeper in there and maybe pick his brain on his Super Bowl festivities, see if we can get any dirt from this kid. Yeah, Stromer's a
4: good speaker. He's a good speaker. Um, I wonder if today's the day Rosie finally shares his Alex Ovechkin Vegas story, or do we leave that for another day, Rosie? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I don't want to share it to Stromer because he's going to go right to Ovechkin. And he's going to go, I remember that idiot or something. I'm I scared. want to start the beef. I want to start the beef on
4: this show. But for now, let's get over the boards.
1: Getting Alex, over you're the getting boards. over there
4: the it boards. It is. There it is. Okay, I get it. Super Bowl Sunday yesterday. It was a, It was a long, long night early morning you for drop that, yeah,
1: that was out of the blue that yeah. over the board yeah
4: my bad i know i was getting forward i was like oh shit we got five minutes before dylan strome comes on the Rosie guarantee that's where i want to start this show so on friday <sighs> you're on these airwaves and you're like there's 100 the leafs are winning both these games against columbus and four periods in it was actually looking pretty good right they were up two nothing uh on saturday and then they pissed it away and so they end with a split three nothing four three columbus wins on saturday uh, what did you think of the weekend, Rosie?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, just overall, to split with Columbus is completely unacceptable, man. I keep giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying they've matured, they're not going to do that again, and they just keep disappointing against these bottom-of-the-barrel teams. And the only thing that gives me solace is saying, dude, this is the NHL, and the old adage is always rings true mm-hmm. that – Any team can beat any team at any time. And that's true. I mean, you're just not going to go play the Blue Jackets and it's just because you're in the top five in the league and they're in the bottom five. You're just not going to go beat them five, six, one both nights. It just doesn't work that way. The league is too tight and the players are too good. And I mean, you're out there. Look at the players. They got players on their team. Their goalie, of course, had the game of, you know, his maybe season against us, he played very solid. And goaltenders and stars and guys just tend to do that when they play against us. We've talked about that. But at the end of the day, the Maple Leafs just keep losing to the shittiest fucking teams in the world. And it's just <laughs> so frustrating. And there's nothing else to say. Pull up their record against the Ducks, the Coyotes, the I mean, now we're gonna go play the Blackhawks. What are you gonna do? Uh get one out of four points against no Split. Them? Like it's yeah, it's it's funny, but the same thing I've been saying, and I think BX has said it today on or this weekend on the uh, on the feed, at least yeah. they're losing to the shitty teams. You don't have to worry about that in playoffs. They're beating the good teams. They're they're doing well when they need to, but for it's got to be a mental block, man. And my only my only worry is that this team has a mental block. They obviously have a mental block in the playoffs. Yeah. And they have a mental block. I'm starting to notice when they're down and they need a goal, like in the third period. Some good teams can get down one, two goals and then just be like, we're fine. And they don't panic and and they just win the game in the third period constantly. And they consistently can just get those goals they need when they need to put the hammer down. The Leafs seem to be the opposite of that. When they need that goal and they're scrambling for that goal, they just always spin their tires and never seem to get it. Even if it's against the worst team in the bloody league constantly.
4: Yeah, they've lost to Columbus, Montreal twice, uh, Arizona twice, San Jose, Anaheim. So that's all you need to know. And that leads us into the second segment, Sheldon Keefe. I know coaches picked their spots, Rosie, but he elected to rip the effort level, saying just got outworked, outplayed after that game on Saturday, which is understandable. I think they took their foot off the pedal after <clears> the first <throat> period when they were up 2 nothing, right?
1: yeah there's there's nothing else to do after losing to that team and bottom line like i don't care if it's a back-to-back i don't care if it's a home-and-home i don't care if you won the first one like there's nothing left to say you just lose to that shitty of a team and you you are a premier team you call yourself a premier team there's nothing left to say i mean enough's enough you just have to rip the team and say we're we're so much better than them if we bring our best stuff we we should beat them we should smash them and we just didn't. And there's just there's no excuse anymore. You can't keep losing to those shitty teams. It's it's an anomaly. It's a weird thing. It's a it's a mind thing. It's subconscious. I don't give a shit anymore. It's a joke. You can't lose to those teams and expect to be a premier team that's going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals or get to the Stanley Cup Finals or win Stanley Cup or even get to the second goddamn round. If you can't score a goal and you got 12 minutes left in the third period to score a goal against the Columbus Blue Jackets with all your firepower, and you just can't? Sorry, you deserve to get ripped by your coach, rightfully so. I love how you bring the fire and the passion here on
4: this Monday. You're really bringing it today, Rosie. It's great to see. Um, You know who's also bringing it? Montana's. They're bringing back the viewing party here with Daily Deals in 2023. It is Monday, which means half-price wings. And on top of that, so we did $25 gift card. We did a $50 gift card. How about a $100 gift card this week that will be given away on Friday,
1: as you see on your screen right there.
4: Pretty simple. Yeah, pretty amazing, isn't it, Rosie?
1: Is Montana just printing money, just giving away hundreds and hundreds of dollars? (laughs) What is this? Yes. Yes, essentially, that's what's happening. Uh, Here's that answer,
4: by the way. Uh, Like the post that we're about to put on the screen. Follow at Montana's BBQ and TLNDC on social media. And tag TLNDC in Montana's barbecue with a photo of you and your crew at Montana's enjoying some eats. So, Rosie, if you want to do that with your family tonight, go to Montana's. Potentially, you can win $100 gift card. How do you feel about that?
1: I feel good about it, man. When I take my family to, like, a restaurant, I drop $100. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, what is this? And then Montana's is just like, well, it's on us. So just come on in. Here's gift cards. And their deals. Honestly, usually you get an appetizer, it's $18, you get an entree, it's 32 and you just rack it up and you're at your credit card limit in about 30 minutes. And then Montana's like, no, $5 tacos, all you can eat wings, half price, all you can eat ribs, half price wings. It's pretty sweet, man. I really don't see many, many outfits doing that. And Montana's is actually like, it's like old school, like you go down to Phoenix and you can get all these deals and stuff. And you're like, man, it's crazy being down in the States. And Ontario is not cheap place to live. And Montana's is just throwing out the deals. So pretty neat to see. I'm a fan. Thanks, Montana's. We got to get you a Montana's ball cap, maybe a
4: t-shirt as well. And by the way, you strike me as a guy gives me, it gives like a 50% tip. Is that,
1: is that fair? Is that accurate? (sighs) Honestly, I'm like a 20% across the board. And my okay. wife used to be mm-hmm. like, she's like an Earl's girl from back in the day, like, uh, yeah, is yeah, in the yeah, industry yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she, like, is like, oh, wait, like, oh, she might well, give. And I'm like, honestly, if the girl's unbelievable and she, like, makes our experience not necessarily <laughs> yeah. a girl, sometimes there's men working at Earl's too. You guys yes. don't be disgusting pigs. Yeah. I, I, if they make my experience good and they're unbelievable <laughs> and they're just fun and easy going and just like, yeah, sure. I'll bring you that. And they remember their shit and they're not like, let me take six orders and try to remember it in my head to be impressive and yeah. fuck up three of them. It's like, you're not impressed. Just write it down. I want a bunch of shit specific and they don't write it down. You're like, you're not impressing anyone. If they're not doing all that stuff and they're just unreal, I'm like, give her 25 or 28%. Be a good guy. But you know what? If they're terrible, I'm only giving you 15%. And there's nothing wrong with that. I keep hearing about these girls working at these places, bringing home $400, $500, $600 cash in their pockets every night. It's like, I know guys that are roofing in July or pouring asphalt on the side of the road and they don't get any extra money. You can't tell me that it's harder than that. If you're good at your job, I'll give you a little extra. Other than than that, I'm a 20% man. And if anyone has a problem with that, wow you got your head in the sand okay let's ask today's guest Uh, happy to bring in dylan strome
4: of the washington capitals fresh off an extension uh dylan first off congratulations on the extension uh how are you and uh, what kind of tipper are you dylan (laughs) strome
0: uh thanks thanks a lot for having me guys um yeah i feel like i'm a pretty good tipper um you know at least 20 percent all the time and then like uh jay was saying there if you do if they do extra and they make your experience good i don't think there's anything wrong with going a bit higher so um i try to keep it at 20 percent you know you, you see sometimes these you know pictures that go viral of uh you know people that tip like one dollar or something so you never want to be that guy that tips you know too little especially when you're fortunate enough to make some good money so um stromer does it to- make it
1: a, does it make it a little easier having 25 tickets in your pocket to maybe throw an <laughs> extra couple of bills the waitress's way like how's that feeling
0: Well, it's only been like a week and a half since I signed. So there's none of that, uh, none of that in there yet. So um, maybe if you ask me in five or five and a half years, then maybe I might have a different answer for you.
1: Okay, can we be honest, a guy, young guy like you, fortunate, small Canadian kid, I know all the ho-hums and everything else, but 25 sheets in your pocket, is there something that you're just going to go get? that you've always wanted maybe it's a watch or a car buy, pay off your parents mortgage or like what do you I mean let's be honest you're making more money than you know the 10 year old version of you has ever fucking seen congratulations by the (laughs) way well deserved but I always like that when a good kid like you gets that is there something kind of special that maybe you'll kind of go out and say yeah I I wanted this and I'm gonna go do it now
0: um I mean it's there's there's not one specific thing I think uh, when I you know when I first signed to the NHL I, I like my first contract that I I was in Arizona and I kept seeing these uh, the Dodge Challengers everywhere and my older brother told me that you know if if you want a car like you're probably gonna get it eventually so you know don't don't waste money on a, on a different car get the car that you want so that was kind of my my thing that I bought I still have it um, you gotta so hand me gets a little tr- gets a little trickier with the daughter now but i got the car seat in the back and uh (laughs) we got two cars here so um that was like the one thing i bought and then i was fortunate enough when i got traded to chicago to hit um hit some bonuses in my uh in my first year in chicago there um so my brother and i talked and we did pay off our parents mortgage uh, about four and a half years ago so um that was something that uh was really special to them and, and special to us and um we kind of just kept it low key and did it for them, and they were, you know, very thankful. I think it took a lot of stress off them, you know, putting three three kids from Toronto through minor hockey on a, you know, probably the best organization in in, in Toronto, you know, for seven years for all three of us, uh, you know, is not cheap. So, um, you know, I think it took a little bit of burden off them, and, and they can, you know, travel a bit more now and come watch us now. So it was, um, you know, nice of us to do that, and and they were very very thankful.
1: Oh, that gives me goosebumps, man! I love that shit so much. Just paying off your parents' mortgage. There's probably nothing better you could stroke a check for, man. That's I love hearing that shit.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. It was good. We we kind of did it behind their back. We did the whole, and uh, my yeah. my uh, parents' good friend is their you know money manager, and we we had to talk to that talk to him, and, and kind of get it figured out. And um know something that you know I think they'll remember forever. And it, it was awesome to do and and see the look on their faces. It was uh you know it was something that I'll remember forever as well.
4: So, Shomer, you've pretty much locked yourself into history, whether you understood what you were doing or not. And that's because Alex Ovechkin, right? You're there for the next five years, and Ovi's chasing this record. Is that something that's talked about a lot in the room? And what's your level of excitement knowing you're likely going to be there for history?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's exciting for sure. I think um, n- not as much anymore. Um, it's you know it was talked about a, a little bit less. Um, or sh- Sorry, I should say a little bit more when he was close into 800 and 801. Um, not as much now with, uh, you know, being 60 or 65, 70 goals away. So there's still a bit of time, but yeah, it was something that we talked about for sure a lot. Um, you know, it was something that, uh, is history and, 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 guys talk about it. And it's fun to be a part of, he's a, you know, a phenomenal player and a great guy and, um, everyone's so happy for him. And he's just, you know, you see how excited he gets when other guys score as well. So I think that's that's something that you know, maybe flies a bit under the radar is how happy he is for, for other guys when they score. And then you see how happy he is when he scores. So it's, um, you know, he's a great teammate. There's a reason why he's been a captain for a long time and, and won a Stanley Cup. So um fun to be on his team for sure.
1: Stromer, does anything stand out to you? Like, playing with Ovi, we want to pick your brain. Like, I've seen pictures of that guy, I mean, at the bar, and his legs are this big, and, you know, does, does he do anything that, that just you stand there and watch and, like, probably the greatest goal scorer ever? Does he do anything in the gym or before practice, after practice? Does he work on that one-timer on the side? Like, does he do anything that just makes you look at that guy and just be like, he's a
0: freak? I think the one big thing that sticks out is like his stick i think um you know his stick like he has that huge blade and i feel like it's it's obviously really good for like wrist shots and snapshots but how hard his slap shot is with, with that with that kind of blade and the, the tape job he has on his stick i think um you know everyone obviously sees it's just that the kind of the end of his stick and and uh that's taped and you know for him to get that much power on a slap shot and, and how much flex he has on his stick i think that's one thing i noticed and then um in practice he's not taking too many one-timers on uh on our defensemen or on our goalies he's kind of you know lightens up on it so it's it's tough to practice power play sometimes with uh you know that's that's one of our our, our biggest options so um you know, that, that was one thing i noticed for sure about the stick just you know he how how quick he can pull it in and shoot it but also you know how hard and how accurate his one-timer is
1: what flex man, is it. yeah
0: go ahead. good question i should know that, but I don't know that. I'm th- It's gotta be You gotta around. look, man. I'm
1: seeing those it's, flex it's numbers going down to like 50 and 60. Shit, I've never even heard of, man. And I'm wondering, <laughs> he's a little bit old school. I'm wondering if he's got it up in the 90, but so, I, so I many guys in the nineties. Is it? Fuck, good for him. He's old school. I love it.
4: I was just gonna add too, I mean, you've had such a crazy journey of teammates and line mates, man. Like, Rosie, th- l- listen to this. He's played with McDavid, Patrick Kane, And now Alex Ovechkin, do you ever like pinch yourself, Strowman, you're like, holy shit, how lucky have I been in my career?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, those are some some unbelievable players. And I I think it you kind of when you're on their team and and they're friends, you kind of, you know, you don't really, um, you know, get a chance to sit back and and look at how great of a player that that players that they are that you're playing with. you no, know, McDavid. He hadn't even played an NHL game yet when we were when we were teammates, and um, you know we went to high school together. We were, you know, we still are good buddies, and um, you know, But then you know you're kind of just building up to the draft, and and I think guys in Erie or guys that I played against him know how special he was. But um, you know, you see all uh, picks or, or high picks that are um, you know projected to be like Crosby and things like that, or like Ovechkin and, and things like that, and um, you know, I think you know you hear the world. Je- hear the word generational talent a lot and um no obviously now that we've seen him for this long everyone knows that he is um but we knew it back then and and there was no surprise for us and uh you know then you get to chicago and play with a guy like kane and i I think i was telling someone else in in a different interview that i think i played with eight hall of famers that are going to be hall of famers in chicago in my four years there which is you know, it's, it's pretty crazy to, to play with that many just guys that won three cups. And, um, you know, we had four guys on the team that had won Smythe mm-hmm. trophies with Cam Ward, uh, Keats, uh, Taves, and Kane. And then throwing a guy like Kunitz who had the most cups in the NHL with four at the time. Um, and it was just, you know, there's the list goes on and on with, uh, you know, Seabrook and and, you know, these guys that, you know, are, are just unbelievable players and, and guys and have won Stanley Cups. So, um, and then coming to it with Ovechkin, never in, you know, a thousand years, whatever, I've ever thought I'd, you know, be playing on the line with him for, you know, three quarters of the season and um, having some success and, and the team's doing pretty well. So, um, yeah, it's a, you know, sometimes it's not the straightest path, as you guys know, with, with my career, but um, as long as you can, kind I of keep building, keep becoming a, you know, a more complete and, and better player. I think um, the rest will take care of itself.
2: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too,
0: like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: That's unreal, dude. Like, playing in Chicago, like, not a bad city. Like, one of my favorite cities in all of the U.S., man. And then you touched on it. They they were kind of like a modern dynasty. Like, considering it's a salary cap, you know, them winning cups and the Hall of Famers they had, pretty good. I know, you know, where your allegiance lies with – washington right now and you just signed and your heart's there and everything but playing in that city with those guys probably set you up a lot for you know how to be a professional watching jonathan Taves and you know seeing how these guys operate probably helped you out a lot i would imagine
0: 100 percent. i think i was you know pretty immature when i when i first got traded there you know from arizona i um you know you kind of get drafted with those same guys from arizona and then you kind of grow up with them from you know 18 to 21 or 22 and um you know, you're you're pretty immature. You're you're kind of just going. You're happy to be in the NHL or, or be close to the NHL, and and you're um. You know, I think the you know the the private planes are cool, and don't get me wrong, they are cool, and the and the nice dinners on the road and stuff like that. Um, but then you get to Chicago and you see how these guys uh, you know, they how they operate and and you know the the leadership that they have on the team and and you know it was just such a cool building to go into. There's you know they're they're, they're proud to wear the the Blackhawks jersey and they're um, you know, the crowd is crazy every night. I think they had like an eight year sellout streak in a row. And, um, yeah. you know, there's just, there's a different energy when you come into that building. I think like, like you said, Jay, mo- most guys, you know, when they go to Chicago, they know it's going to be a, you know, a pretty crazy game and, and one of the best buildings to play in. And, um, yeah. you know, I still believe that's true. And I think, um, you know, just learning from those guys like, like Taves and, um, and Kane and some guys i mentioned before, <clears throat> you see how, how you know why they have won you see what they do on a day-to-day basis and and why they're successful and um you know unfortunately we weren't you know the greatest team over my four years there we we had some you know close you know close times to get to the playoffs we were i think two or three points out two years in a row so um it it just shows how hard it is to win but it also shows you know why they were so successful with with the things they do on a daily basis
4: you still get fired up uh, to play outdoors got a game coming up on saturday obviously against the hurricanes here
0: yeah. Um I've only played in, in one uh you know, outdoor game um ever, really. I guess there you don't really play as a kid much. Uh, you know, just maybe yeah. pond hockey in the in the park. But um, you know, that Notre Dame game was, was pretty cool. Uh there that that building was just um it was electric. There was, you know, we had the the planes do the flyover and it was, you know, cold. It was a little bit snowing, it was um mm-hmm. I think there was eighty five thousand fans there and like seventy thousand Blackhawks fans. So it was just um, people were coming in from everywhere. Um, and unfortunately we didn't win, you know, the Bruins got the best of us that night, but it was such a cool experience. So I'm I'm looking forward to the, to this next one. I I think, um, it'll be, you know, hopefully just as cool. It's different because that one was obviously the winter classic. So all eyes are on that game. It's January 1st, just after New Year's, you're the only game on that day. Um, you know, so there's, there's so many things that go around it, you know, Christmas just happened, New Year's just happened. So, um, no, this one's going to be, I think a little bit different of a feel, but, you know we're we're fighting for our, our playoff lives here so the, the points matter and we let one get let one step away from us last night so um no the points are the points are huge for us right now
1: yeah that's pretty cool man those outdoor games i imagine <clears throat> it's a little different like I, met, I bet the coach is trying to keep you in check and keep you focused there's so many distractions going on so many different things guys are doing like your whole routine's probably blown but the guys also want to probably i imagine enjoy the process and and take it all in and i imagine this year you know when you know the coach is trying to keep you on track and whatnot is it a tough balance between trying to take it all in and enjoy the process and say wow all this is this is kind of a once in a lifetime thing maybe you get to do it a couple times in your career if you're lucky is the coach trying to reel you in and say hey we got a game to play and stay focused and we got to remember our systems and all that shit too is it kind of a fine balance I think it's a bit of both,
0: exactly like you said, like a fine balance. Because um, of course you want to get a little bit more amped up. You know, you play eighty-two games in a season, and, and eighty-one of them are in a in a, a normal rank and then you get this one extra yeah. game. So it's it's definitely a bit exciting, and I think everyone should get a you know a little bit more fired up for it, which we will, and I'm sure the coaches will too. You know, we're wearing new jerseys. You know, uh, pretty much everyone's family's going to be there. We got you know a, a family skate the night before. Um, you know, the game's at eight o'clock, so it's a little bit later. It's going to be under the lights. You know, st- things that you don't get to do very often. Um, so I think in that sense, you got to kind of soak it in. And like you said, you only play in maybe, you know, if you're lucky, a couple in your career, um, you know, depending on how, how, what team you're on or or where you play and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think it's, you just got to take it in stride and, and like I kind of said before, the points are obviously huge and, and that's, that's kind of what, what really matters. But I think the whole, the whole couple days leading up to it's going to be exciting and, um, something that everyone's going to get a little extra fired up for and we'll be the road team this time. And, uh, I'm sure there'll be. Probably pretty even, I would think, capitals and, and Hurricanes fans. So it's, um, there it should be loud in there either way, but, you know, it's going to be exciting.
4: Fired up for you. Just a couple more and we'll let you go. Uh, have to ask about the Leafs. Obviously, this show is called Leafs Morning Take. You guys have played them three <laughs> times this season. And, and also, can you confirm or deny that the Leafs were poking around on Dylan Strom last offseason?
0: Uh, that was more of a Twitter thing, to be honest. That was not, uh, not a. Yeah. The, yeah. I don't think they were poking around. At least I never heard anything. So, um, no, I think they they only had. Uh, I think they spent all their their you know cap in the summer on that July thirteenth or fourteenth on uh, Croak, I believe. They think yeah. they had two point one. I think it was two point one, and I think they gave them two point one. So, um, no, they obviously are, are, are a really good team, and they're they're hard to play against. So, um, you know, it's it's nice going to you know. Well, when you play against the Leafs, you you know, you, you watch them grow up and, and you see that, that blue and white jersey. And like I said before, I played for the Marlies um, for seven years growing up. So, you know, we had the same logo and the blue and white. And, um, you know, my my whole family is a big Leafs fans growing up. So, you um, know, it's always, a, you know, a treat to, to play against them. So Stronger, last when you, you we play. need you
4: to break. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you. No, I was just going to say you ask for more than I will ask for more. So go ahead.
1: No just uh, being growing up in Mississauga and being a Leafs fan and stuff like that we talk about it on the show often, and you know Leafs fans get heat for saying all kinds of shit, but we have a feeling that when you know a lot of players coming from Ontario tons of talent tons of NHL talent throughout the entire league when you come to Toronto being the the guy you are where you're from, who you cheered for, growing up, do you have a little extra motivation? Is it different obviously than going and playing San Jose or whatever? do you feel like guys bring it and do you bring it a little extra knowing that your buddies are talking about it from high school your friends and family might be in the crowd is is it a different deal playing in Toronto than than your average game
0: yeah i think i think it is for sure i think um you know when you play your first game there it's like you've been to you know tons of games at the acc or, or now scotiabank arena i think it's called um and yeah. so it's it's just it definitely is a different atmosphere. It's, you know, you, you go there uh, if you're lucky, you know, obviously tickets are expensive in Toronto. If you go there, you know, if you're lucky a few times a year, or maybe once a year to watch games, but you're watching so many on TV. And, um, you know, I think when you play against the Leafs, it's definitely a, you know, definitely a, it's like the Yankees or, or um, the Cowboys. I think, you know, it's, it's a team that, you know, teams definitely circle on their calendar. And like you said, there's um, a lot of guys from Toronto in the league. So, you know, going back home and playing in front of friends and family, um, you know, definitely, definitely gets guys fired up. But I think it also can work both ways. I think, you know, when there's um, you no know, friends and family there, uh, you know, it maybe adds a bit of extra pressure and, um, you know, they're coming, they're coming to the game. You know, they like when I was in Chicago, you played there once a year. So, you know, everyone wants to come watch you or, or people that, you know, you went to high school with are at the game and things like that. So, um, you know, I think it's different for sure. Um, I don't, I don't know if it would be, you know, a little extra boost or, or it could be the, the other way. I think it's a yeah. cool, cool rink to play in. Um, you know, you're playing against Maple Leafs. So that's some, some something that you watched grow up for, um, you know, 15, you know, 20 years until you got drafted or until, um, your allegiance went elsewhere. And, and, uh, so it's always, it's always fun to play there.
4: Okay, producer Alex, roll the tape. We got some tape to review with you, and I got to ask you off the top, uh, over under pops that Jay Rosel had last night. I'm sure you remember this. I've asked you this before, but I just think it's so hilarious. Rosie, I think you're seeing this for the first time. Roll the tape, Alex.
0: Who <laughs> is it? <laughs> Can you break that down for us? Um. Yeah, I mean, for sure, we... we uh... Had a couple in the, in the crowd and, and, and before the game, I think when you go to a Blue Jays game, there's, uh, you know, a little extracurriculars that go on. We uh, went to grab a beer before and then we had a couple. Then that's the bottom of the ninth and the Jays are down 5-4 to Boston and, and, you know, it's a rivalry. So, um you know, it looks like I'm by myself when you watch this video, but I promise there was like yeah. five or six of my friends and my, my dad and two <laughs> brothers were next to me. So, um, you know, we were all kind of yelling, but in just the camera angle, it looks like I'm at the game by myself, just yelling, <laughs> yelling to the pitcher by myself. But, uh, I know the crowd was getting, getting pretty fired up. And at the time, I think the count you see, there's two Oh, and the guy just threw pretty high. I think it was on Springer. Um, and yeah. then they end up coming back and winning that game. So I'd like to think that, you know, maybe we played the crowd in there, played a little bit of a, a little bit of a part in it. And, um, no, it's always fun to go to Blue Jays games. They were right in the hunt there of the playoffs. And, and uh, I think it was pretty – that might have been maybe around mid-June or something. So I think the season was well yeah. on the way. So, um, no, it's always fun to go to a game. But I was definitely fired up with the pitcher. And, and they came back and, and got the walk-off win. So it was a fun game to go to
4: i remember laughing at you were trending on twitter and i'm like what the fuck's going on i thought something had happened like trade-wise and it was like no it's the jays game just yelling at a, at a boston Red Sox pitcher i think that's I tremendous know. dude i know we've kept you go ahead sorry
0: we were on the train on the way home and then i i was getting like well i got a few texts like at the game saying like i just saw you on tv and i'm like oh no like what did i say like because like you know you're yelling you're up there you're yelling like i don't know what i said yeah. so um, i guess i guess another look back on it, what, I, what I'm saying, but I think, you know, I'm wearing a jersey, I got the rally cap going, so I was clearly pretty into the game, but um, I remember going home, on my way home, we were on the train, and I was uh, look checking Twitter, and all of a sudden, I checked my Twitter, and I had like 80 mentions, and I'm like, oh, God, that's never a good thing to see, so, um, no, we, we had a good time, and, and Jays games are always fun to go to.
4: Well, uh, once again, congratulations, man. I know we uh, took you long enough. You're just a really good speaker compared to other players in the league. So appreciate your time. Enjoy the stadium series game on Saturday as well. Thanks, buddy.
0: No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Stromer.
4: Anytime. That is uh, Dylan Strom of the Washington Capitals, man. Like, I, I just, I remember that day so vividly. He's like trending and I'm like, did something happen? And it's like, no, he was just at the Jays game. Probably had a couple pops and was fired up to watch a Jays Red Sox game.
1: I was going to say, after we bullshit and he was gone, I was like, oh, there's a good Canadian kid. Drive five beers into that kid, and he'd just be your best friend. What a fucking <laughs> yeah. beauty. And it's now confirmed. Yeah. He's got his rally yeah. cap on, yelling at people. His dad's yeah. yanking on his jersey. say down, boy. You're going to be on Twitter too much. And yeah, yeah. where'd she go? No, with that's a Twitter that's a
4: good see. family, man. The Stroms are uh, the Stroms are very well known in these parts. Obviously, I grew up in nearby Oakville. they from Mississauga. Uh, and I was telling Dylan in the summer, actually, the, the – the golf course I used to work at when I was 18 or 19, I believe Dylan's uncle or something like that had a membership. So the Stroms would be there all the time. They love their golf. They love their baseball, their sports. So they've been a frequent family around these parts and uh, very thankful of Dylan to uh, spend some time. I know the Capitals have a busy schedule. They have a stadium series game coming up on Sunday. Uh, so thanks again to Miss Saga native Dylan Strom for dropping by for now. The wrap up is brought to you by our friends at points Beck Canada. I have to give uh, credit first and foremost where it's due, Rosie. You cleaned up on Friday, so excellent job. Long time coming, though. You were like 0 for 15. It was like me on King West on a
1: Friday night. As if you gave me (laughs) 15 cracks at it. I was like 0 for 3, and I always swung for the fences. But, man, I need to start my own website or something because I am so on fire right now. Folks, I know I've told you not to put your mortgages on me in the past. It's time that you start doing it. Let's make some real money. I'm on fire. I can't wait for my next one. I want to go off the hockey path. I know that's probably not possible, but for some reason, I'm shit at hockey unless we live bet. Once this show gets going, we're going to start doing live shows maybe during Leafs games, and I want to live bet the shit out of that. That's where you really need to jump on my wagon.
4: Yeah, that's the funny part. You played hockey, played in the NHL, but you suck at betting on the NHL. But we're going to stick with the NHL theme tonight. Uh, We're on Calgary to beat the Ottawa Senators. Uh, You know, Calgary's been a bit better as of late, still inconsistent. But certainly you look at these two teams, specifically Ottawa, really, really banged up in between the pipes. No Talbot, uh, no Forsberg, who blew up both his MCLs over the weekend. So I think it's paramount that Calgary wins this game if they want to stay in postseason contention so we're going to hammer the calgary flames tonight against ottawa okay
1: yeah i like that their last game there i was watching it from work and they're down two cob and then just went on an absolute rip and i mean a good team can get in a bad position and then just be like nah we're gonna flip the script right now they did that i feel like markstrom's playing better i feel like that has been their achilles heel this year where Last year he was just their godsend, and this year he can't stop a goddamn thing. It's kind of an anomaly. And if he starts playing on his game, I think the the Flames can start clawing back with some wins and whatnot. But at minus one sixty five and the third string in for Ottawa, that's a that that's a good bet. A, a, a typical a typical no money really to be one mm-hmm. safe bet by Nick Alberga.
4: Yeah, but I'm in the business of making money, so you can go with your crazy, stupid bets and not win, and I'll keep chipping away and chipping away, as I always say. And speaking of chipping away, just a final final touch here on Rihanna's performance last night at the Super Bowl, the halftime show. That's normally what I tune in for every year. I don't watch any football. Unless it's like the Super Bowl, it's the halftime show in the second half. That's it. So your last call on Rihanna.
1: Oh, what a badass chick she is, man. From Barbados does her own thing. She's worth like 1.4 bill. She doesn't have to give a shit about nothing. And you can tell up there she just does her thing. And then she rattles off like, what, eight number ones going spanning 12 years, man. She is as legit as it gets. And I like how she didn't like overproduce the shit out of it. She just had some wicked stages. She's way up in the air. All those dancers. It had like a red, white, and blue theme to it too, which kind of makes me think uh you know maybe we're doing some unity here instead of all the division there is down in the states there's Mm -hmm. i just found nothing negative about that performance she is one of the greats man and uh i'm not even a big pop guy but every time i see rihanna i'm just like how can you be more legit than her and i think she uh she fucking nailed it last night
4: could not agree more, uh, so we'll leave it at that. Again, the Leafs next in action on Wednesday when they take on Chicago. So, again, a couple more days off. There's been a lot of days off, but that's great when Austin Matthews is banged up. By the way, he was skating last week, and he looks like he's not hurt at all, which is great to see. A bit of a knee problem there. So, certainly, we're think we're moving closer to a return here for Austin Matthews. We'll leave it at that, though, Rosie. Talk tomorrow, okay? Sounds good. See you guys in the morning. All right. There you have it. That, of course, is Jay Rosehill. Many thanks once again to Dylan Strom of the Washington Capitals for dropping by. I'm Nick Elberga. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Take care.
1: Planning for your next trip?